0: You're listening to Drowning Verdict. Be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform. We don't want you to miss out on an important case or update. If you haven't already, pull the trigger and subscribe. ghosted to death, two cases, 18 years apart, the same, but different. And I'm talking about some important aspects of each today here on Drowning Verdict. Got some good stuff for you. This Chip Mahoney, this is my true crime podcast where I talk about fascinating cases just like this one and I go more in depth with the case. So thanks for joining me today. You might've found me on my TikTok or whatnot, but if it led you over to Crime Network, crime with a Y, that's a good place to be. It's curated true crime with a comedy break. So yeah, you can listen to really good stories that we've got there for you, plus take a comedy break amongst all the tragedy. Otherwise, Drowning Verdict is featured on Spotify, and you can find it wherever you get your favorite pods out there in the podverse, the known universe where all that content swims about. Sometimes I feel like I'm drowning in it, but nonetheless, I'm there to provide a unique angle, a new idea, Definitely a topic of combo to keep the conversation going on, open and active cases, important cases just like this one. And although I'm talking about two cases here with Ghosted, Ghosted to Death as I say, talking about Koberger and the Natalie Holloway case, um, they're 18 years apart, they're the same but different. I've got some interesting points I'm going to bring up. And if you stay to the end, it's going to be about 20 minutes or so. I've got another tie into crypto. So I've got a value add that I think you might enjoy. So I'm gonna do that at the end. But if you have heard me before and it wasn't just a drive by, as I say, you're pulling the crossover SUV background, dropping the clip, I do appreciate that. Know that I try to get bigger and better for you each and every time, often to give you a reason or reasons for being here. And like I say, uh, ghosted to death, I think this is a good one. So uh, judge me by it and come back for more. Hopefully follow me on Spotify and the others. But I have talked about Crime Network. That's something that we're building where you can listen to the true crime episodes we've curated, plus take that comedy break because I just think it's really important with all the true crime and tragedy to have a better headspace. It's really important to laugh if you can because the news used to be once a day uh, at 6 p.m. or so, Evening time, but now it's every day, every minute of the day, death, destruction, blood and guts, you name it, the news is gonna give it to you. So it creeps into the headspace, and you just gotta take a break from it. So I don't recommend online therapy unless you gotta really do that. I just think you need to laugh a little bit. A Little bit of comedy helps go a long way. But something else that I like to do is have my magic mind. It's two ounces of this matcha drink that I have after i have my coffee in the morning which is my mcdonald's sugar-free vanilla which i like take out the 911 in the morning go get a coffee hit the drive-through i like it but even though i'm not having sugar and trying to avoid Dunkin', no offense ben affleck but you're killing me with Dunkin'. um i do go to the drive-through and if you take something out you've got to put something in it so i know that it has harsh chemicals and therefore I do like my magic mind because it not only does it really taste good to me, but I know that the uh, chemicals I have in the McDonald's drink are probably uh, killing me anyways, and I need a little bit of help there. So I think that does help in a way. So link in the description, 20% off. You can even do the auto ship for 56% off, I believe, and give it a try like I have. And I really like it because, like I said, you know, if you take something out, you got to put something in, and there ain't no way the sugar-free vanilla coffee is tasting good without chemicals in it. And I can't read them anyways, so I know that magic Mind is helping me out and I do love the taste, very good taste. So appreciate them being a part of what I do because I try to give you something to uh, think about or share as a topic of combo and have a good podcast. So here in the podcast, talking about ghosted to death, two cases, 18 years apart, the same but different why is that well i'm glad you asked because i'm going to talk about that this is important stuff because the term ghosting is not something we heard about 18 years ago it's a modern term it's something that we've um accepted and understand in the modern time in which we live where tech companies do invade our space Um, virtually everything that we do has a third party in between as a broker. And that's a nameless, sometimes nameless and faceless tech company somewhere. Um, But, you know, for instance, I was watching uh, football last night on the uh, Prime Network Thursday night NFL game of the week. And I'm watching the game, Amazon Prime, and I'm thinking, if you ever wanted to make a game more boring and lifeless and suck the marrow out of it just get a tech company involved because that's what they do that's who they are and so it's a lot like that with virtually everything that we want to do uh with one or more people coming together to do something a transaction and so they've turned dating into a transaction i don't know if that's a good thing but they certainly have and when i think about koberger And the I would say more recent developments there where a friend of his, a former friend, I don't think anyone would say, hey, I'm a friend of Brian Koberger. They would say, oh, yeah, the guy that you all hate, I'm a former friend. (laughs) So it's a former friend who says that ghosting really bothered him. And in fact, it was so bothersome that he just complained about it and it was just tough. Well. Uh, You know, it's something that we all have to deal with. Uh, Just about everybody has to deal with um, being ghosted, even at work, uh, applying for a job, It's, it's ghosting. It's no harm, no foul. There's no shame anymore in anything, but it's rather easy to do online or through an app when you don't respond to someone. So Koberger, whom I've said projects rejection upon other people without meeting them, his perception is way off. We know he has snowy vision. We know he's got problems. I've talked about that at length on DV, but when you perceive something that's not real, it's kind of a problem. So ghosting, uh, the thing that he was trying to do online through, uh, mobile apps and, and, uh, connect with girls, I guess, for dating, um, didn't work for him and he got very frustrated. And I've said on my medium, which turned into a firestorm, by the way, on my articles, where I said that he was ghosted to death. And I talked about why he uh, did kill the boyfriend. Um, I do believe the boyfriend was there unexpectedly and he got in his way along his pathway out the door. But Koberger did not want to kill the guy because he wanted him to live. And the reason why I say that is because he felt so bad being ghosted that he wanted this guy to experience something worse um, with these other people being killed that he couldn't have anymore. Because when Koberger projected himself, he looked into the window in which they were allowing him to view as a stalker without ever meeting him, knowing who he was. He saw that Ethan in my Ethan theory, as I call it was somebody that he probably was like, he he was a dark haired guy. He probably thought he looked like him. Even with the snowy vision, he was projecting that, but Ethan had a life. He had a girlfriend and in fact he had two other girls in his life. So not only did he have one, but he had three Koberger, had nothing and so i think that really bothered him his snowy vision not being able to see his true reflection not his selfie not his look in the mirror but a picture of himself that nobody was taking he could not see his true reflection therefore he so good at projecting things that aren't real and so that's why i think that he took the guy's life because the guy was there i think it might have been unexpectedly and he crossed paths with him flipped the script you could read about that on the medium. But why do I bring in the Natalie Holloway case? Well, it's important to talk to to you about because uh, it was recently in the news um, that Joran Vandersloot, the guy who was suspected for so long, did in fact confess and provide details about what happened, why it happened. And I'm gonna spare you from all the gore because I don't get into blood and guts. And this one is very bloody. Uh, It's very terrible, but if you, Heard me before, I like the mystery of stuff. That's why I do what I do. Um, write stories and, and talk about true crime. But Joran Vandersloot was like the co-burger of 18 years ago. Um, 18 years ago, you did not have the luxury to swipe in the opposite direction, no harm, no foul. Natalie Holloway on a beach in Aruba swiped left. Joran Vandersloot swiped to the right he wanted her out of that bar on the beach off her feet on her back that's what he wanted that's what he was trying to accomplish she was in person she was a real person there with him in the bar probably having a good time maybe drinks and so forth but he wanted to take it to the next level just like Koberger did but it wasn't so easy back then no harm no foul if you didn't want it you had to say no and walk the other way and i think that's what happened on that beach that dark night where nobody was around, probably the moonlight, probably a beautiful setting, but still dark. And she doesn't know what this guy's capable uh, capable of doing. So she walks left, no, I don't want this. He grabs her and the rest is in the details that he's talked about. So 18 years ago, there's no tech company in the way of your transaction. I think probably the only dating thing was plenty of fish online. And uh, the recent apps that we have today uh, really are within the last five to seven years that have just blown up. So the world in which we live, this modern world is so different, but it's really the same. So I think of Koberger, I think of Jordan Vandersloot as somebody who is kind of the same, but kind of different. Koberger is different in that he projects his rejection, that the first time his victims knew who he was or saw him, I would say saw him or met him, was when he killed them. It wasn't before at a bar and they met him and they're like, oh, that guy, I don't want to be around him, uh, physically rejected. No, he had built up so much in his head through his online stalking through his getting to know them through the windows in which they're opening on their TikTok and other social media like Instagram, that's well-documented, and finding out more about them because he was stalking one girl. He was stalking a Natalie Holloway. And when that Natalie Holloway did not respond to maybe his messages on Instagram, he started to uh, to take things to another level. And that's what I think Happened here, and I do believe that he will be found guilty in this case. I would be shocked, it would be a massive twist if there's another killer here. Um, but it, it could happen. I mean, the case hasn't happened yet, we don't know for sure. A lot will come out when they do get to it. So, being ghosted in 2005 meant that you had to do it in person, that you had to say no in person no thank you, walk in the opposite direction, go be with your friends, get in a car and leave. In 2022 or 2023 now, it's really easy but it's also very damaging. The easier that it it has gotten, the more damaging it has for people. They start to perceive things. They start to think that nobody likes me because I'm being ghosted. And this can happen with employment as well. But what they don't know and what they aren't aware of are the numbers that if you're on a dating app, that if you're an average guy, you're outnumbered uh, six to one. So for every response that you have, the girl that you're interested in has six responses. So if you've got five, she has 30. So if you're somebody who is taking things personally and you're projecting, then you can feel really bad about being ghosted that somebody's saying, oh, well, these other people, these other profiles are more attractive than you. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I just think that two people haven't met, they don't know each other. And if the other person has six times the response, 50, 100 responses sometimes, that's not good for, for dating. It's just not gonna, it's just not gonna work. You're not gonna feel good about it. So because Koberger had the snowy vision, because he lost hundred pounds within like a year, because he traveled over 2,500 miles to the West to be his best self in the grad program, and then he projected rejection upon one person for whom he was stalking, his Natalie Holloway, that was something that I do believe pushed him over the edge or what I would say with a killer or killers that I've studied and, and talked about is that they step into a new territory. As in writing um, with the hero's journey, let's say, a character goes through trials and tribulations, but they step into a new territory. They walk through a, a door and they don't walk back. It's scary. It's a character arc. So Koberger stepped into a new territory, which was about 10 miles away, the border of Idaho and Washington, went into Idaho in order to stalk and then be the person or the shadow man that Carl Jung would refer to as the person, the side of the personality that did this. I believe that he was in the property before. He was obviously stalking online, knew a lot about their lives. And unfortunately for the victims, the first time that they did meet them, they became victims, but they did not know how much in danger they were. They were just like anybody else, Uh, projecting their own lives or their best selves on social media even though that's not a reality as well and they're offering windows into their lives which is a very uh, scary thing if you're being stalked they had no idea they were living the time of their life in college uh, probably low-crime area probably nothing to worry about probably a lot of people around them but another sad fact is when you do have a lot of people around you whether they're strangers or friends they're not going to intercede. People inside the home, when the others were being murdered, were on their phones texting. They're not going out the door. They're not doing anything. If a person is attacked on a subway, other people are just going to show it on their phones. They're not going to intercede. There's no heroes that we would read about in a story, and maybe that's why stories are so powerful. Um, So because of how things have been changed, through the tech companies and through something that we would call ghosting now, which is a derivative of technology. We only know about that term because of how technology companies have uh, interceded in our own lives, become transactors between two or more people. So that's a reality. And if we don't understand the true reality or the true reflection of what's happening to us or how we're feeling, then we're gonna be at a loss. We're gonna be at a disadvantage. We're gonna be at a six to one disadvantage. So it's important to note, even though I don't think anybody cares or anybody would be listening because it's just so much a part of our lives. I mean, so much psychology is embedded into technology anyway. So I think it it's damaging and it's damaging for the wrong person. I can imagine that if somebody like Joran Vandersloot was the age that he was in 2005 as he is today in 2023, then I can imagine he would be doing so much of what Koberger was doing online. He wouldn't worry so much about going to the bar, physically walking in that bar door to go talk to girls who were not interested in him, or Maybe they were for a moment to get a drink and have a good time, but once they stepped outside of that door into a new territory, they wanted to go in the other direction. They wanted to swipe left and not right. I think that's important. So what do you think about that? Uh, You could certainly check out the Medium, which uh, a couple articles there. Uh, One I would recommend, The Anatomy of Dominance. Talking about Koberger and his problem with authority, that is one of my biggest articles on Medium. And I just think it's a point to consider. So link in the descript with the other stuff I've mentioned. But I also said that I'm going to leave you with something of value because I was going to talk about crypto. Well, um, I've been in crypto for quite a few years now, Um, have a few uh, certifications in crypto and consulted in it for quite a while uh, with other projects that I do, and I'm very interested in crypto. Um, I do think crypto is probably the wrong word when we talk about digital currency or Bitcoin or anything else. It's um, in a nutshell, uh, crypto and, and stuff we look at or hear about is blockchain. And the difference would be that in a traditional, let's call it a Web2 environment with the dot com era, is the companies that we know today, the Amazons and all all the rest, in order to interact with them, we have to go into their environment and we have to be on their network. If we want something, we have to apply for it. We have to get approved. If you want to sell items on Amazon, you have to be approved for it and pay a fee. And it doesn't happen. Usually, it doesn't happen automatically. It's a lot faster than it used to be. But anything that you can think about with Google or any other tech service, you have to apply for it. You're in their system. You have to apply uh, and you have to be part of their rule bases and also use their computer system and their apps. So they control everything. With blockchain, it's just a peer-to-peer network, meaning other computers throughout the world sometimes are running the technology, the blockchain, in order to transact business or a smart contract without a person or a central trust involved in order to approve something. So it's very uh, inclusive. Um, Other things, uh, tech companies are really good at being exclusive. They talk the other way, but they're very good at being exclusive to what they want. And again, you have to use their servers, their apps, they control the whole thing. So that's essentially what blockchain does. It just allows for faster, Autonomous transactions ruled by smart contracts, not people on a peer to peer network, which is not a traditional setup with anyone from Google to anybody else in tech. So that's it in a nutshell. And the things that you hear about the tokens or the coins uh, typically would be a token on a blockchain is just the currency in which to run the smart contract to pay for what they would call the gas and then the smart contract to run in order for you to. hold a certain amount of tokens or uh, really get anything that they offer on the technology. So that's all it is. And with this episode, I've called it Ghosted to Death, talked about ghosting. There's a crypto out there that I like. It's one of my probably five to 10 uh, on my checklist that I have, and it's called Casper. And yeah, it's like Casper, the friendly ghost. And that's why I'm talking about it today. It's a good way to get introduced to crypto and not have to talk about Bitcoin because you already know about Bitcoin. The cost of education is very, very high. With crypto, it's enormous. So you know about Bitcoin because, well, it's taken 10 years. 10 years ago, you might've heard about it, but nobody knew it as a common term like they do know about the common term ghosting. It's a cost of education, takes some time. So talking about Casper, very good blockchain project, One of those blockchains that does have a potential, a potential to turn into something that the uh, regular person in the future might be aware of because they're aware of something like Bitcoin. Nine out of 10 people on the street have heard that name. They don't know what the hell it is, but they've heard it. Nobody knows all 20,000 other tokens out there. But Casper is a good one. I've said it's in the top 100 of all crypto projects, and it does have a chance to be something very good in the blockchain space, which is really what crypto is. is more peer-to-peer networks, getting away from central trust authorities and transacting business and being inclusive. So if you get something like a token you're essentially in venture capital. You are you have a seat at the venture capital table and you can invest in the project by using the blockchain to acquire it. Um, you know probably about things like Coinbase because it's in the news so much. That's a centralized exchange where you can um, get stuff like Bitcoin and about 120 other tokens and coins. You can't get Casper there, which at this point in time It's not the easiest to get because you have to go to other exchanges to get it, Uh, albeit they are centralized exchanges and not DEXs, um, but you just have to look for it. It's not gonna be on Coinbase. It's not gonna be on Kraken. Those are two of the major ones in the United States. So I recommend it, but I think it's a good way to really investigate crypto as well because I'm a big believer in crypto. Where else are you gonna go in order to make a profit when things like, uh, well, the only thing that I know of, uh, for under $2 right now is on the McDonald's dollar menu. (laughs) And that's why I go there to get my vanilla coffee. Because when I started at Dunkin, I'm like, Oh, I love Dunkin and they put three sugars in there and Ben Affleck now is their pitch man, you know, that coffee went up from $3 to $4 to $5. And you know what? It's going to be $10 before you know it. And so, Where are you going to go to invest? Where are you going to go to get returns? Where are you going to go to counter $5 gas, $10 coffee? It's all going in that direction. $20 Subway sandwiches. It's all going there. Where are you going to go? I think crypto. But there's 20,000 projects or more, and you've got to find the needle in the haystack. So I've got a few of them. Casper is one. I think you should check it out. The Friendly Ghost talked about ghosting here today. Tried to leave you with some value. Hopefully you think that's worthy to hit the follow button, come back for more. I'll have more for you. But thanks for being with me here and checking out the links in the description. I'll have more for you next time. But for now, I'm out. Good night.